I'm Neil Carter, the pastor at Rocky River Presbyterian Church. Thank you for joining us through our podcast. Let me extend a personal invitation as well to join us at RRPC in person on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. This is the Easter season. We explore together resurrection hope as a people of faith. The Lord has risen. The Lord has risen indeed. May you be renewed and empowered, comforted and challenged as we listen to and for God's Word together today. Welcome to RRPC and our Wednesday evening time of devotion and Bible study. Tonight we're going to look at Jonah chapter 3. I'll use a different passage for Sunday's worship, but this is one of my favorites and it's listed as the Old Testament passage for this Sunday. So I just wanted to talk about it for a little bit. So God shows mercy to Jonah's enemies, and that's where we pick up in chapter 3. But this was displeasing to Jonah, we're told, and he became angry. So this is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning, he says. For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and are ready to relent from punishing. For now, O Lord, please take my life from me. For this is better for me to die than to live. So you know the story of Jonah, but just in case you don't, God tells Jonah to go to Nineveh and Jonah didn't want to go. So he goes in the opposite direction. He heads to the sea and he goes out on a ship with a bunch of pagans. But that's okay to be on a ship full of pagans because he tells them, I'm a Hebrew and I worship the Lord, your God. But in the end, Jonah does not worship God. The pagans worship God while Jonah gets thrown overboard. There's nothing like a story from a holy book of the Judeo-Christian faith depicting a self-righteous preacher who continually claims to worship God all throughout the story, but never does, while the ungodly pagans are the ones in the end who do worship God. Isn't it interesting how often the ones that clamor the most about their religiosity are the ones that get swallowed up by the big fish, while those who might be far away from God, we think at least, are the ones who truly follow. Well, speaking of being swallowed up by big fish, Jonah is thrown overboard to save everybody else on the ship, and a big fish enters the story and is only in the story for three verses. Most people like to dwell on the big fish in this story, but I guess that's easier to dwell on the big fish than to swallow what's coming next, you might say. Jonah gets carried by the big fish to Nineveh, shows up there to preach a one-sentence sermon. Forty days more and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Eight words in Hebrew. And the people of Nineveh believe God, even the king. When God sees what they do, He turns and changes his mind and does not punish them. And of course, Jonah being the faithful person, that makes him angry. Why? Because God shows mercy to folks. I knew that you are a gracious God and slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, willing to relent from punishing. And he even wishes to die at this point. Can you imagine a minister willing to die because God shows mercy. Well, the difficulty isn't that God shows mercy for us, I guess. The difficulty is believing that God shows mercy 
for everyone else as well, even those we don't like. The end of the book of Jonah finds a very disgruntled prophet who claims to be a Hebrew who worships God, who's sitting on a hillside overlooking a transformed city and a merciful God overlooking a transformed city as well. There is no conclusion to this story. It's an artistic move on the writer's part because the conclusion is really up to you and me. The conclusion is what do we do with this holy story? What do we do with this merciful God of ours? Do we recognize this radical transformation in our lives at the hand of God? Do we follow this God of mercy and acknowledge that it's even for folks we don't like? This message that we have, we might need to hear it in these most interesting of days. Because it seems like everyone has chosen sides. And of course, God is on our side, right? That's the way Jonah felt anyway. So what do we do with a God who shows mercy, even to folks we might think don't deserve it? Good question. I hope we finish this story much more like the Ninevites than Jonah, that we turn from the ways that aren't so pleasing to God and are faithful to God who shows mercy. Thanks for being with us this evening at RRPC for our time of Wednesday night devotion and Bible study. Remember, be safe and be well and show mercy because that's what God would do. And that is being the church.